Barry Cotsalow, your host of the Perth Mortgage Show. What is the Perth Mortgage Show, you ask? So this is actually episode one. Um, so I'll give you a little introduction into what this is and why I'm doing it. So the Perth Mortgage Show plans to take a deep dive into all topics and genres related to mortgages, property, finance, Perth, and anything in between. We aim to educate people in the world of finance and property with a strong flavour towards my home state of Western Australia. This will include the businesses and the people who work within it. So I plan on keeping these episodes relatively short, light and hopefully fun, trying to get them out on a weekly basis. Again, the idea is just so myself and everyone out there can stay informed with what is going on in the crazy world of lending. So first we'll do a mortgage update. So today is actually Tuesday the 5th of December, which is the first Tuesday of December, meaning that it is also the last Reserve Bank of Australia meeting of the 2023 year. So in good news for mortgage holders, uh, the Reserve Bank has decided to keep the cash rate on hold at 4.35%. I'll quickly just do it um, or explain to people what the cash rate is because there are a lot of people out there that just think that 4.35% is the rate that banks lend their money, um, which they then, sorry, the rate that banks borrow money, which they then on lend to you. So people just expect that that one and a half to two percent extra that they put on is all profit. So it's not actually the case as banks will get their money from all, um, a variety of different places. This will include the term deposits and, and savings that you put in the bank. Um, it also includes borrowing it from um, other banks um, as well around the world. So in short, the cash rate is the interest rate that the banks will pay to borrow funds from other banks in the overnight money market. What the overnight money market is, essentially um, the banks, they obviously have to honor any requests for payments or, or lending that may need to go out um, on a particular day, but they might not actually have the cash reserves on them to pay that. Essentially what they can do is they can borrow money fr from the Reserve Bank of Australia at 4.35% um, on that particular day to then, um, to then pay out what they need to pay out. So whilst it isn't the only factor that is going to um, come into what interest rates end up being that the consumer will get but it does play a pretty big factor it will also play a factor in what the deposit term deposit and savings rates are as well so the reserve bank today like i said they've decided to keep the cash rate on hold 4.35 percent and here is what um, mrs bullock who is the head of the rba has said so holding the cash rate steady at this meeting will allow time to assess the impact of the increases in interest rates on demand, inflation, and the labor market. There are still significant uncertainties around the outlook. While there have been encouraging signs on good inflation, sorry, encouraging signs on goods inflation abroad, so that's goods, services price inflation has remained persistent and the same could occur in Australia. So I guess they're, they're looking at what's happening overseas. Um, Australia is a fair bit behind the curve in what, say, Europe, the UK, and America um, are. So 
I guess they we, we generally tend to follow a similar sort of path to them. So they're obviously monitoring um, those countries um, quite thoroughly. And I guess, yeah, there, there's a bit of uncertainty at the moment, which they've said, and they'd rather just keep things on hold and see see where things go. She then went on to say, whether further tightening of monetary policy is required to ensure that inflation returns to target in a reasonable time frame will depend upon the data and the evolving assessment of risks. Again, so she's pretty much saying there could be further increases to come, but really it's gonna come down to um, what the inflation data shows over the next month or two, or particularly there's not gonna be a meeting now until February, so it will be, um, what what the inflation data looks like at that time. Now, generally, everyone knows spending tends to increase over the Christmas period, so there's a good chance that the inflation data isn't going to look too great. In other words, it's probably not going to trend down. Um, so it'll be um, it'll be interesting to see whether they factor the traditional Christmas period bounce um, before making a decision in February. So I guess if you did want to stay ahead of the curve and you did want to, um, I guess, have a better chance of predicting what's going to happen, it would be just to monitor the inflation data. How you can usually do that, um, you can look up the consumer price index, which shows the, um, I guess, the growth percentage of spending over the previous 12 months. So ideally, if that's trending down, then I'd expect... Um, interest rates to hold or come down. Um, if it's holding around the same market it is now, which is around that 4.9% mark, um, you'd probably expect to hold as well. But if it does dramatically increase um, for February, then um, we could see further interest rate rises. All right, jumping on to the next part of this podcast. This is where I want to give just a tip of the week, so generally a mortgage tip of the week, it might be a property tip of the week. It's just a tip that um, I think is worth sharing. So um, first tip is um, using an offset account or redraw facility. If you're not making use of one of these, um, then you should be. Essentially, especially in this environment where interest rates are considered quite high or compared to what they were a year or two ago, you want your money um, doing something for you. So if essentially if you've got your money sitting in a savings account and you've got a mortgage, then um, you're costing yourself money. Whilst it's sitting in a savings account, yeah, you might be earning four to 5% interest on it, but guess what? Um, If you've got a mortgage, it's probably costing you six to seven percent so right there you're it's costing you more interest than you're making the other factor is if you're making um interest on a savings account that's actually considered income which then becomes taxable on the flip side if you put that money in your mortgage so you're saving more interest costs and there's no extra tax to pay so it ends up being definitely worthwhile doing an offset account will usually attract a package fee of some sort. For some people, that is still gonna be worthwhile. Um, if you don't want to pay a package fee and you're comfortable having a very very basic sort of variable loan, um, then a redraw facility might suit you. 
Right, the last segment I want to chat about today is just a quick update on WA property, particularly Perth property. Um, if you're out in the market, you'll notice that it is very hot at the moment. Um, the average selling days is now down to just eight. If we compare that to the start of 2023, it was about 16 days. And if we look three years ago, back in 2020, 2021-ish, it was um, 32 days. So the stats are essentially saying that it's four times as tough and competitive to find an established property than it was this time three years ago. In other stats, so the median house price is now up 10.9% from this time last year. So that's making Perth the top performing city over the last 12 months. So the growth is actually expected to continue. Now this is down to historic low listing levels, which is your market supply, whilst we're still experiencing population growth um, through migration, um, and also just demand from Easter State investors who can see um, what a great opportunity Perth is at the moment. So whilst it has jumped up quite a bit over the past 12 to 24 months, most property pundits out there are expecting continued growth for the, I guess, at least the short to medium term. And that's really it for the update. Um, actually, just lastly, so um, I guess another factor why we are expecting there to be further growth, or most people are expecting further growth. Yeah, it seems crazy that you may be paying nearly twice the amount for a property that you were looking at three or four years ago, but Western Australia and WA, oh, sorry, Perth as a capital city is actually the second most affordable city in Australia, just behind Darwin. So affordability has really been the theme of this year and it's probably gonna continue for a bit longer. In that 500 to 800,000 bracket, we're still gonna experience some serious demand um, because that is still quite an affordable um, air, um, price point, I guess, to purchase when you compare it to other cities around Australia. So, cool. So that, that, that's it for the episode today. Um, let me know what you think. If there you do have any questions that you do want answered or any um, particular, um, you want me to do a deep dive into any particular mortgage products or mortgage um, facilities, let me know. With every podcast, I want to end with a quote of the week. So here we go, the first one. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Thanks, everybody.